Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and in case you didn't know, Jesus called it. He predicted everything that's going on in the world today. Given that, each Saturday I'll be doing a wrap-up of current events and how they match up with what Jesus spoke of when he was asked, what sign will signal your return and the end of the world in Matthew chapter 24, as well as other last days and end times prophecies. As Jesus told the Pharisees and the Sadducees in Matthew 16, he said, you know how to interpret the weather signs in the sky, but you don't know how to interpret the signs of the times. I pray as you hear God's truth, that it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And I pray that you see that Bible prophecy is not meant to scare you, but warn you and give you the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. World Watch for February 11th, 2023. Prophetic last day's news, just like Jesus said. Undeniably, the last day's birth pains or sorrows that Jesus talked about in the Olivet Discourse found in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13 are definitely getting incredibly intense and more frequent. Russia is flexing its muscles and doubling down on Ukraine as a one-year anniversary approaches. Then we have the tragic megaquakes that hit Turkey and Syria. Undoubtedly, this is panning out to have the largest death toll in decades, if not centuries. Let's dig into this week's prophetic news items. And we start with wars and threats and rumors of wars. And at the Mount of Olives, Jesus' disciples asked him, what sign will signal your return and the end of the world? And he replied, and you will hear wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. That's Matthew 24, verses 6 through 7. The birth pains. Well, you got to click on over to my blog. I've got several videos in there and all of uh, most of the, the news items that I'm going to be re uh, reading are linked to um, their uh, relevant articles. And also there's related links in there into Bible studies for you to be able to dig deeper. So let's start with Russia, North Korea, and China. Russia emphasized that they would like to bring together Turkey, Syria, and Iran in some kind of historic meeting in the near future. And in case you're not familiar with Bible prophecy, that's exactly the group of countries that's going to be in the Ezekiel 38 war. And so you can click on over my blog, click where it says related, Ezekiel 38 war. A top ally of Putin is warning that he will no longer hide his intention to invade Poland anymore. Poland is a NATO nation too, NATO member. China and Russia have the weapons to target America's most valuable assets, satellites. The U.S. launched an unarmed ICBM, intercontinental ballistic missile, that'll come up in several places into the Pacific Ocean amid China and North Korea tensions. 
A new report is indicating that China is gearing up to shoot down U.S. drones. Suspected Chinese environment monitoring satellite beams green laser from space over Hawaii. The U.S. military has informed Congress that China now has more intercom to like ICBMs, ICBM launchers than the U.S. Tensions rise as China claims they have the right to respond further after the U.S. shoots down their spy balloon. By the way, I don't have the, the details here, but I heard there were a couple, they've been a couple of others, one over Canada and another one over Alaska. Things, you know, floating in the sky that have been shot down. Let's go to Ukraine. The Black Sea Fleet of the Russian Navy bombed the Zatoka Bridge in in the Odessa district with a suicide unmanned marine vehicle. The bridge is an important traffic route from Ukraine to Romania and Moldova. Russia launched more than 60 cruise missiles at strategic facilities in Kyiv, Odessa and other major cities in Ukraine. Furthermore, some of them flew over Romania, a member of NATO, and over Moldova. If NATO does not respond to this violation, the Russians will realize that NATO is a paper tiger. In other words, all bark and no bite. The Ukrainian parliament is drafting a law that would allow NATO troops to enter Ukraine. Can anyone say World War III? A former commander of the Polish land forces states the Ukrainians predicted the Russian offensive and its directions. They will defend themselves until they inflict maximum damage. Some say they should counterattack. However, Ukrainians do not have the strength and means to carry out a counteroffensive. The general added that he believes Ukraine is close to total defeat. The Institute for the Study of War, the ISW, Russia, has regained the initiative in Ukraine and launched a new major offensive in Lugansk Oblast. And elsewhere in Germany, political and military figures in Germany have suggested a return to compulsory military service, or the draft, stoking fears of what many see as World War III being imminent. In America, the U.S. Pentagon is planning a new weapon of mass destruction that involves thousands of drones that strike by air, land, and water to destroy enemy defenses. All eyes on Israel in the last days. God told Abraham in Genesis 12, 3, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. That's via Jesus. Spain. Barcelona's mayor is accused of anti-Semitism after a decision to boycott Israel. Ada Kalau says she made the decision at the request of more than 100 entities and thousands of Barcelona neighbors. And Amir Sarfati commented, in return, Barcelona will not see me again. Are Are the Muslim structures on the Temple Mount falling down? Arab media reported on Tuesday that pieces of mosaics containing anti-Christian verses verses from the Quran began falling off the facade of the Dome of the Rock. That's the gold dome thing in the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. While many attribute this to heavy seasonal rains and a recent earthquake, 
One mystic rabbi declared it as a divinely initiated development preparing for the third temple. Now, if you visit my blog from Tuesday, which is the special report that I did, there is a map that shows um, the tectonic plates that moved in this major earthquake there. And one of the lines that goes south is, is called the, um, the Dead Sea, the Dead Sea Fault or something like that. Well, it, it crosses right over the Dead Sea and right over, I mean, you know, and right over where Jerusalem is. So an earthquake destroying the Muslim buildings in the Temple Mount is not out of the question or an impossibility. It can very well happen. And, and the forces from this earthquake in Turkey, they have been shooting outward. In fact, I've got a, um, a video here from one of my YouTube experts on earthquakes um, that you need to check out. It's in, it's in my blog, and the link to my blog is in the show notes. So let's see, back to Israel. Seven Palestinian terrorists were killed in a special IDF operation in Jericho. Friday, February 10th, three people were killed in a car ramming in Jerusalem. Two brothers, six and eight years old, were killed when a Palestinian terrorist drove a vehicle into a crowd of Jews. Their father was badly wounded. Also killed was a 20-year-old newlywed ultra-Orthodox Jew. And in the book of Joshua, chapter 23, verse 45, we read, Not a single one of all the good promises the Lord has given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. So we know that God's promises to his people, Israel, and his people, the Christian believers, will come true. All right, let's go on to earthquakes and seismic events. And we read in Luke 21, um, verse 11, there will be great earthquakes and there will be famines and plagues in many lands and there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven. Oh, so at this point, and I'm, I'm recording this at uh, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time on Saturday, February 11th, the latest toll in, um, of the deaths in um, the Turkey and Syria earthquakes have surpassed 28,000. On Tuesday, the World Health Organization said that it'll be over 20,000. Well, now the UN announces the death toll from the earthquake in Turkey and Syria will probably exceed 50,000. Turkey's president, um, uh, Erdogan, stated that there are over 80,000 people injured. There might still be more. German rescuers and the Austrian army paused search operations on Saturday, citing clashes between unnamed groups. Security is expected to worsen as food supplies dwindle, one rescuer said. And this is also in sub-zero temperatures and rainy weather over there, cold winter weather. And um, um, many people 
are outside because they the buildings they lived in, if they haven't um, collapsed, are on the brink of collapse. So with any aftershock, and they're still getting aftershocks. And I look at I look at them the different maps from the different earthquake apps, and you just see this whole line of, of aftershocks. You know, four four point some five points, three points, two points, and they're just hundreds. You just see them up this up and down this this that area right there, like a straight line. Nearly fifty people have been arrested for looting with several guns seized. And um, again, I've got a, a video embed here by one of my um, earthquake experts from YouTube and also a BBC report and a report um, from uh, International Christian Concern about um, how they're gonna be going there to help. Um, and um, I also have here a prayer from one of my sources. It's uh, Steve Miller from Four Shadows Report. And he, um, and he wrote in his Telegram channel, pray for the efforts to rescue people and to provide food and shelter to those in need and that Christian ministries from other places can help with provisions. Pray especially for the small numbers of Christians and missionaries known to live in the affected regions for safety in the midst of ongoing persecution and for opportunities to be salt and light by providing aid to others. Even though Christians make up less than 0.1% of the population in Turkey, I pr we pray that they may have an outsized impact. In fact, right now, um, Samaritan's Purse is uh, preparing to take one of their field hospitals over there. There were, um, uh, they're probably on their way now. So I pray for their safety and that they may have, um, and they're taking provisions there also, medical supplies and so forth. And so I pray for their safety, Lord, put a hedge of protection around them. So um, by the way, okay, Turkey is number 41 in the world watch list of Christian persecutors of Turkey's population. Um, yeah, 85.6 uh, million, only a tiny number are Christian. Now, they say it's about 0.2%, and Steve Lewis said it was 0.1%. So it's a little, it's a, it, it, in, in other words, it's mostly an entire country that is under Islamic uh, rule. And in case you missed it, I did do a special report on the earthquakes on Tuesday, what caused it, so you can actually look at maps to see where it happened and how it happened and how this was, it, this is rather an unusual earthquake, kind of, kind of expected. All right, um, other seismic weather events. Thousands of buildings in Auckland, New Zealand are unsafe for living after worst rains in 170 years. Raging wildfires claimed 13 lives, destroyed more than 100 homes in Chile. And, I, and you gotta you gotta click on over and look at this picture that I, I, I found online. Lightning hit the statue of Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro. Reports that many locals are worried that it's a bad sign. All right, well, think about that. Well, God hates paganism. <sighs> Economic woes, pestilence, and plagues. The world economy. Let's start with America. 
the latest signs of an, of an economy on the brink. The number of people unable to make their car payments and having their cars repossessed is now greater than it was after the 2008 financial crash. And I thank you, Lord, that my car is paid off. The month of January saw the most bankruptcies involving 50 million or more liabilities since 2010. Personally, I keep telling myself I will not go into debt again and I won't sacrifice my paid off car. God will provide. When the current president, U.S. president took office, the U.S. government's interest payments on the federal debt were $549 billion a year. Two years later, they've escalated to $853 billion a year, and that's just the interest payments. The CEO of America's second largest bank, Bank of America, is preparing for a possible U.S. debt default. Else, economic news elsewhere. South Africa declares nation, a nationwide state of disaster over a power crisis. Russian Deputy Minister, Prime Minister Alexander Novak announced that starting in March, Russia will cut oil production by half a million barrels per day in response to the West's decision to impose a maximum price ceiling on Russian oil. After the announcement, the price of a barrel of Brent oil rose to $85. Reuters reports that Russia did not consult the partners of the OPEC organization before publishing the decision. The latest major food supplier to go up in flames is New Zealand's largest egg producer when a blaze broke out on Monday, killing around 75,000 hens. I was at the supermarket the other day and we're and and I was there with like three other ladies and we're looking at the price of the eggs and we're like shaking our heads and says, You can't believe this. You know, um and it, we're like, and this is gonna get it's gonna get worse. As in the days of Lot, Luke 17, verse 28, and the world would be it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building, until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Yes, it will be business as usual right up to that day when the Son of Man is revealed. Luke 17, 28 to 29. With the growing pervasiveness of pornography comes a greater comfort with nudity at increasingly younger ages. A concerning issue for parents trying to protect their children. It's desensitizing of people. We're not bothered by nudity anymore. The presumably devout Catholic President Biden demands Congress codify Roe versus Wade, the abortion thing, um, passed the LGBTQ Equality Act in his State of the Union speech. Transgender teacher at a Maine middle school shared salacious TikTok videos with sixth graders. Increased evil, satanic lawlessness, apostasy, and deception. In America, irony, at the exact same time when, Turkey, when in Turkey an apocalyptic earthquake took place, 
The Los Angeles Crypto.com Arena hosted a purely satanic performance during the 64th Grammy Awards ceremony. It was proudly introduced by the host as incredibly unholy. Literally a tribute to Satan, viewer slammed Sam Smith over demonic Grammy's performance. I do have a link to that. I did not put the video and I don't recommend it because I just saw pictures of it and I'm, I was disgusted. A Catholic school suspends a teen for the remainder of the year for believing God created two genders and protesting transgender students using girls' bathrooms. A Catholic school. A satanic temple opens abortion clinic in New Mexico. More retail stores are now requiring customers to share their phone numbers before unlocking their phone, before unlocking cases for their products due to the rise of thefts. Cyber attacks. Experts are warning the critical U.S. infrastructure, security breaches, and shutdowns may soon be coming. A New Jersey council member, Russell Heller, was shot dead in his car exactly one week after the slaying of a councilwoman. A 14-year-old girl that has been missing for more than a year was just found pregnant in a closet. 14-year-old. Denver, Colorado's capital is now America's crime capital. The Mile High City is at the very bottom of the safest city's ranking by neighborhood scout. Crime in Denver is now worse than New York City or Chicago. Um, and over in my blog, the link is in the show notes, I have a podcast from Morning Wire about the drug cartel violence in America. You've got to listen to this. Um, um, elsewhere, only 6% of adults living in the UK, United Kingdom, now identify as practicing Christians. The Church of England embraces a general neutral God and will stop using male pronouns and referring to God in prayer. They will drop the phrase, Our Father, from the Lord's Prayer. Following the earthquakes, dozens of inmates escaped from a prison that houses many ISIS prisoners in the city of Rejo in Syria, not far from the border with Turkey. And in, uh, I also have a video called The Deceptions, which is um, from um, Pastor Barry Stagner. Um, and that's what we're living now in, 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 in deception. And Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 10, verse 26, but don't be afraid of those who threaten you for the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed and all that is secret will be made known to all. And then continuing in verse 35, I had come to set a man against his father a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. Now we have the new world order, the great me said, big brother, global insanity and government overreach in the last days. The real state of the union. Well, last Tuesday, President Biden delivered his state of the union speech. No matter which party is in office, these speeches are always meant to make the president's party look good and to appeal to his party's followers. I spared myself from watching it. However, many of the podcasters I listened to said Biden came across as an angry old man. He yelled at the people at times incoherently. And Steve Miller from Foreshadows Report wrote, quote, the real state of any nation, however, comes down to its spiritual condition in relation to God. That alone reveals where it truly stands. Imagine what God would say if he wrote the speech. 
<coughs> excuse me. Okay, lawlessness elsewhere. Or um, the WEF for the World Economic, not lawlessness, but rather government, um, Big Brother. Oh, Big Brother. <clears throat> The WEF, it's the World Economic Forum, showcased technology that would allow the government to punish your thoughts. Reports and Pfizer documents prove COVID vaccination is causing depopulation, and we now have evidence it was the plan all along. <sighs> Well, I'm gonna pause here for a short message and we'll continue with reports of uh, increased Christian persecution and then some good news that's going on in the world. Don't go away. Are you a born again Christian with Catholic friends or family members? Have you struggled with how to bring up the truth of Jesus's salvation? I had the same problem. So I put together a free ebook the Catholic Mission Field in Our Backyards. It's a guide to help you start the conversation and plant the seed that will get them thinking, am I missing something? Check it out. It's a free download on my website. You'll find the link in the show notes. Oh, please let me know if it helped you. Increased Christian persecution. Jesus warned us, Matthew 24, 9, then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And again, I have a link in my blog to um, Open Doors and their uh, 2023 World Watch List on Christian persecution. Well, first, I want to talk about the persecution that's going on here in the United States. Now, obviously, here it's not as... Um, dangerous to be a Christian as it is in certain other uh, in countries in a lot of countries all over the world. The persecution in the United States is a little bit is, is, is a little bit different. It's political, um, but scary nonetheless. So, former FBI special agent and federal whistleblower Kyle Serafin reportedly obtained a leaked FBI document that outlines a plan to spy on a segment of one of America's biggest religious denominations. The FBI's Richmond Division would like to protect Virginians, it's Richmond, Virginia, from threat of white supremacy, which it believes has found a home within Catholics who prefer the Latin mass. Seraphim reported, an intelligence analyst within the Richard, Richmond Field Office of the FBI released in a new finished intelligence product dated January 23rd, 2023, on radically or ethnically motivated violent extremists and their interests in radical traditionist Catholics or RTCs. He added that the document assesses with high confidence that the FBI can mitigate the threat of RTCs by recruiting sources within the Catholic Church. <sighs> Unbelievable. 
Washington, D.C., students from South Carolina were kicked out of a museum for wearing pro-life hats. All right, now let's go around the country again. Let's, I mean, around the world to several nations here. And all, all these come from, um, most come from Open Doors and, uh, and their list. As I'm, I'm going through the list every day, I, go, I read another one. And the ones that really stand out to me, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll showcase every Saturday. Yemen is number three on the list. Yemen operates under strict Islamic laws, which can make life difficult for Christians. Lift up the brave Christians who still choose to follow Christ in secret despite the danger they face if their faith is discovered. Pray that God will strengthen the secret church. The situation is particularly dangerous for Muslims who convert to Christianity. Radical Islamic groups threaten people they label as apostates with death if they don't reconvert. This creates an atmosphere of scrutiny and mistrust, even between families. Pray that Christians will be safe and that all people in Yemen can live in openness and freedom. Algeria is number 19. Algeria is a North African country right on the Mediterranean. Both Alger most Algerian Christians are converts from Islam. They can face discrimination, harassment, and pressure to follow Islamic customs from family members in the wider community. More recently, Christians have increasingly experienced restrictions and pressures from state officials to renounce their faith. Many of these officials come under the influence of radical Islamic teachers. Algeria jumped three places to number 19 in the world watch list. Persecution has significantly worsened in the past year with Christians becoming very vulnerable to state pressure alongside the ongoing societal pressures that can come from families and communities. Last year, at least 10 Christians were sentenced for charges including practicing worship without prior approval, shaking the faith of a Muslim and poisoning the minds of youths. Additionally, the government has continued to structurally undermine the church in several ways, including and ordering churches to close and cease activities. Vietnam is number 25. The persecution of Christians in Vietnam frequently occurs in the highlands and remote rural areas. The most common reason for harassment and mistreatment, discrimination, and even imprisonment include preaching the gospel illegally and gathering without permission. India, number three, number 11. And I have a, a video here from um, uh, 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 oh, I forgot which one is it from. Um, Global Christian something. I forgot. Okay, but you gotta, you gotta click on over and blog and watch this video of churches burned. Um, and I have a podcast from um, Voice of the Martyrs, um, and it's the head of Voice of the Martyrs for the Asia Pacific um, area. And he tells tremendous stories, both of persecution and of good news also. Uh, let's go to Iraq, number 18. Believers from Muslim backgrounds experience intense pressure from their families, clan leaders and communities, which can lead to being expelled from the family, losing the means to get married or being forcibly divorced and losing their inheritance and access to their children. They may be arrested and prosecuted under blasphemy laws. If they are accused of trying to convert Muslims, it's not, um, oh, I'm sorry, let me read that again. <laughs> they may be arrested and prosecuted under blasphemy laws if they are accused of trying to convert Muslims. 
it's not surprising that some choose to keep their new faith a secret. When people used to tell me about God's existence, I would be like, but what about the suffering, the torture, and the displacement, says Vian. It's only through actively working through my trauma that I have been able to see the presence of God in all this. In northern Iraq, church services have not been able to take place for over a year due to Turkish bombings. Elsewhere, Burkina Faso, it's a country in just, just um, kind of Central Asia, just south of the Sahara. Um, from the field, a desperate plea for prayer. It's an article from VOM. I highly recommend that you click on over to our blog and check out this article. Um, as well as Pakistan, which is number seven. Burkina Faso is number 23. In Pakistan, Muslim throws acid on young Christian woman. It's an article from VOM. Or the Christian, Christian News Net. Okay. Eritrea which is number four. There are thought to be 1,000 Christians indefinitely detained in Eritrean prisons, not officially charged with anything. Pray for God to bring hope to these Christians and pray for their swift release. Afghanistan, number nine. Pray for God's continued protection for secret believers hiding in Afghanistan. Hannah is an open doors partner in the Gulf region. She says Afghanistan's Christians are on the move, trying their best to avoid detection. Now there is no safety anywhere for anyone. The Taliban refuses to acknowledge the existence of believers in the country. According to a Taliban spokesperson, there are no Christians in Afghanistan. A Christian minority has never been known or registered here. Praise God that even the Taliban cannot stamp out Jesus's presence. Pray that God's love will permeate the Afghan government. Paul wrote in 2 Thessalonians um, chapter 1, starting in verse 5, And God will use this persecution to show his justice and to make you worthy of his kingdom, for which you are suffering. And God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted. And also for us, when the Lord appears from heaven, he will come with his mighty angels and flaming fire, bringing judgment to those who don't know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. And there's good news. The gospel is spreading all over the world. In the middle of the Olivet Discourse, Mark notes something very important that Jesus said regarding the last days, Mark 13, chapter 10. It's also Matthew 24, 14. For the good news must first be preached to all nations, or all peoples. So each week after reporting the bad news, I'll showcase some of the great news, the signs of hope around the world that Christians are doing what Jesus told us to do in the Great Commission and before he left us. So check these out and pray for them. In Africa, there's an organization called Al-Mazira. Pray for Africa following Al-Mazira's recent face-to-face -face gathering in Sierra Leone, where 15 African nations were present. The gospel is being shared through the Al-Mazira resources in several languages. Two fruitful trainings have just taken place in Tanzania and others in Uganda, Mozambique, and another upcoming in Kenya early in 2023. Pray for Holy Spirit power, courage, and wisdom for the persecuted church, particularly in Nigeria. 
May the faithful team there and across Africa know the presence, power, and peace of the king as he loves and leads them forward to advance his kingdom across Africa. Revival rocked Asbury College in Kentucky, this is in the U.S., in 1970, and many are saying it's happening again. In the Central African Republic, this is near Burkina Faso, again in the um, Central Africa, south of the Sahara, an organization called SIL. Thank God for so many open doors for Bible translation in the local languages of the Central African Republic. The Bandalinda New Testament went to print at the end of 2022, and now the Bogato team are typesetting their New Testament in Psalms. Two more projects are not far behind. Pray for persistence and precision for the translators in each language and the consultants who support them mainly via the internet. Pray that these will be top quality products and will be accessible to many in written or oral format, bringing about transformation and renewal across the country. Eritrea, I talked about it earlier, on the bad side. On the good side, we can thank God that despite the dangers, the church is growing fast in Eritrea. The persecution inspires Christians to be close to God and know him well. As Gael reports, the Christian community is bubbling with hope and strength. Praise God for these resilient Christians who witness, the, to, uh, uh, who witness to the power of Christ in their homeland. Ecuador, so we go now to South America. Reach Beyond Radio HCJB in Quito, Ecuador is launching a new for mobile phones so that their audience can listen to the radio station and to their podcasts. Pray that many will download the app to access this creative and inspiring material that will lead them closer to Jesus. One listener called Jose wrote, I always listen to you when I'm driving. I think about you every day when I pass by the small HCJB sign. Pray for listeners to HCJB radio in Ecuador who don't know Jesus. North Korea, Lady Da Hyong has been receiving extensive Bible training in an open doors safe house in China. It's equipping her to return to North Korea, which is number one, it's the worst place ever for Christian persecution. To return to North Korea to share the gospel with family and friends, pray for her protection and ask the Holy Spirit to prepare the hearts of those she will minister to. Praise God that the radio ministry run by Open Doors and local partners continues to encourage secret believers. Pray that the broadcast will continue to reach believers and even non-believers without reprisal. And lastly, we have Mongolia. And this comes from AsiaLink. Ask God to stir the hearts of a group of students who are currently training in preparation to serve the Mongolian church and reach others with the gospel. Pray that students and staff will be gripped by a deep burden to share the word and draw closer to the Lord. So Jesus said regarding the last days, but these are only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Matthew 24, 8. So Jesus is coming soon, whether you're ready or not. The rapture can happen at any moment. So why not begin a relationship with him? You know, he, he didn't die and suffer on the cross and so we can have religion. He died so he can have a relationship with you and he said he told us in revelation 320 look i stand at the door and knock if you hear my voice and open the door i will come in and we will share a meal together as friends 
Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Isn't it about time you let him in? So invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. What are you waiting for? If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to know Jesus. In the bottom of today's blog, too, I have the lineup for February 9th, which is Pastor Barry Stagner with the lineup. Um, and um, he's, he's got his own share of news um, stories. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and the thous and stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.